我不想惹麻烦。那就把项链交出来。You have the wrong guy. Does he look like he can fight? Come on, bro. You okay? y'all it's your boy clev coming at you live on the bus i actually did take a little bit of martial arts as a youth so i'm gonna try and grade this fight as we're going Hey everybody, welcome back to Ginger Flicks. I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And we're back. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Been, uh, we have not been great with getting episodes out on time lately, have we? No, we're I like don't a think day we late or like a week late. <laughs> well, no, we took a week off. That's not we did. We took, we took a break. We took a week That's... off. We've come well, back. I, hell, last week I was on location and I was using my. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a Starbucks you and were, I'm you were you were recording going from my Starbucks from my, from my yeah. phone. Uh, well, I, you're, I figure you're, I sound better now. Your daughter needed her triple mocha latte, so. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like, Dad, you know I get all farty and blow me, blow to you without my without my latte. <laughs> <laughs> and then she threw she just spit it on me she spit it on you because it was <laughs> hot <laughs> no no she she spat it in your face because it was like regular milk yeah that's it what it almond was almond milk that's what it was <laughs> that's what it was who is she but what's we got, we got to yeah <laughs> She has the same hairdo. I don't. I can't believe you let her do that. But that's weird. <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> you let her dye her hair like pure white, and it's then pure white. Spread it down, <laughs> part it down the middle, and allow weird <laughs> curls to happen. Yeah, it was, well, it was quite. She's got to learn to dress herself. You know, <laughs> well, that's what that's what her choice was. Do her own hair. Get it together. <laughs> All right, Addy. God, don't blame was, it on me. That was our last, and and that was kind of like a a, a last minute recording thing because we couldn't. We've been having a little bit of scheduling issues between the two of us being yeah. a little busier than we used to be. Well, now that yeah, the world yeah. is opening up again, so that's why. <laughs> well, now that you have a job, you freaking slacker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I figured I would try the opposite of all of my instincts. Ugh. That's, yeah. <laughs> I should be doing that. Let's do the opposite of any instinct you've had. Yeah. <laughs> I will do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Just to steal from Seinfeld. <laughs> hey. They think they're pioneers. But, but they're not. That kind of you had zero on that. I didn't you think go, you're gonna. You couldn't go anywhere with that one. I didn't think you're so gonna let me. Plus, I was gonna let it happen. I was like, I didn't okay. think you're gonna let me, you know, continue. I, I thought, thought you, I thought you had something good there, and uh, uh, no, that was no. not even close. That usually happens. I always think I have something good, and then <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right, now that we've kind of wasted your time for the last three minutes or so <laughs> don't go anywhere listeners you need to stay do not leave do not do not go away anywhere we'll be right back after a break no we're not actually gonna take a break but what we are gonna do is talk about the movie that we watched and josh we got together we actually got together with some friends for this one. So we were out. This, this was a nice little lovely outing. This was a real life event. 
Well, for us, anyways. For us, yeah. We haven't. It was a friend's. It was a friend's birthday. We all happened to get together, and we kind of were like, "Hey, Josh and I need to watch this movie for the podcast." Well, they were Did friends. You guys want to come? Friends of the podcast. Friends of the podcast, right? Uh, Dwen and Kid. It was yeah. They- Dwen Narona. Dwen five time Narona. Yeah, we didn't even bring Dave, it up. The kid. Edwards, that was our chance right there. We, we didn't even bring it, it up. Oh, oh so man. dumb. This could have been the episode oh, too. Shoot. No, Dave is. I think. I think Dave is one behind them. Oh, he is because he's a slacker. He's a slacker. <laughs> I don't care. Or, he's or a are slacker. they? No, Dwen. Dwen has hit five. Yeah, he's he's hit five. So yeah, he beat Dave. He yeah. wants his. He wants his jacket. <laughs> he has not his, his title. He's not stopped talking about the jacket. Yeah. Again, <laughs> he also spit in Dave's face. I was like, what the hell? And it was Dave's birthday. <laughs> I think he, you know, he was trying to be nice about it, but Jesus. But I feel like it was more a matter of just Dwen's like, here, risk, you know, risk getting sick and just spat water in his face. It was weird. Oh. I thought he said you sickened me, and it wasn't risk getting sick. It was just it, it could have been both. It was, it was very heated. We're saying this because we want more rivalry between it was, them. It was that's very, the only reason. It was very, very aggressive. Oh, so aggressive! Very aggressive. I loved and it. I enjoyed I loved, it. I loved every it second of it. It was delightful. But we've yet to tell you, we have now wasted nearly six minutes of our listeners' time. And I still thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, not it's... enough. Not enough. <laughs> we need time. to waste more. We need to waste more of your time. <laughs> it's, not least... like a, it's not like that's not what a podcast is, right? I At mean, least come on. <laughs> seven more minutes of dead air, too. In 20 minutes. <laughs> Just dead air. <laughs> Just listen to silence. <laughs> That's it. All right. Yep. Okay. So we went or out. Sign language. We actually, because we've been braving the theaters a little bit. Yeah, we right? have been. And um, I've been finding, though, when it's a bigger movie, right? I feel like the theater's a little bit more lackadaisical on their rules, which That's I'm not it. too keen on. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have the rules, enforce them. Yeah, have have the rules like actually actually yeah. do them yeah you know what i mean uh, and then when it's a movie that no one expects to do great at they're like they're so diligent on it and they're like no you can't be sitting there and all that i can't remember what movie it was that we were in but somebody asked us if we were in the right seats it was either fast nine or the suicide squad i think i think it was suicide squad it was one of those because um, it was fast nine where i think we had like a group of people closer to us again which i was not too keen on and they did it again in the other movie that we watched uh when we watched in the movie we watched for this mm-hmm. right and i know we're sort of like preambling and haven't given given the listener the movie yet but you already know so just relax <laughs> yeah Stop hounding us. I know. Like, give us a break, man. <laughs> Let us talk. Like, geez. Enough out of you. Our, our two listeners are going to be furious with us. <laughs> it's going to keep insulting them. <laughs> That's right. You like the show. <laughs> Why are you listening, idiots? <laughs> Oh, that's great. Call our, call our two people that listen to the show idiots. Okay, we can edit that out. We no, we won't. I'm not doing all that work. You're <laughs> on your own, friend. Okay, so emphasize it then. Even better. Even better. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just, I, I kind of want to get that off my chest right off the bat. That well, I really And it was, it was in front of, it, yeah, because we had people sitting in front of us, which you weren't supposed to. Yeah. And they weren't well. They weren't in front of you and me, but they were in front of like Kid and Dwen and Dwen and his wife. Yeah, which was yeah. not cool. No, it's like just, wait a sec. It's like, like I said, if you're gonna have the rules, enforce them. If you're not gonna yeah. have the rules, then I won't be there. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, the only reason why we've been braving going to the movies for these, because I mean, you and I both love going to the movies, but the truth is, you know, we've been really appreciative of the current rules under the current 
status quo. Yeah. It's right. kind of perfect not having to sit right next to people or behind or in front of people. Exactly. It's like you do have your own space. Exactly. You're supposed to anyway. And yeah. Yeah, it was kind of annoying. I, I kept I, waiting I was, for someone to say something. I was hoping I was hoping staff would come in and ask them to move, but I don't mm-hmm. think staff gave a shit. Yeah. Which which frustrates me as a moviegoer and a fan. Like, if that's going to well, be the case, I'd rather not go. Yeah. Well, you know what that kind of tells me, though? That tells me that it happens a lot. Yeah. And no, and no one says anything. Exactly. And that's so, it. I mean, I feel like if we do, if we go to a theater again and it does happen again, I, I feel like I need to say something because at this point mm-hmm. we can't be risking anything. And unfortunately, I'm sorry to say it. It is the current trying times that we're in and I hate talking about it, but it has to be said. Well, we are in the fourth wave here. Exactly. Numbers are going up a bit. Exactly. And we're kind of in, you know, a situation where it's like, it's, it's almost as if the businesses aren't caring anymore either. And it's like, they're the ones that need to worry about this the most. Right. And that's, what's frustrating. Right. Because there are too many people out there that just don't care. Now, mm-hmm. after our little rant, after our little like rigmarole, let's get down to business and let's talk. What movie did we actually go out and see? John? Well, dear listener, we went out and saw Marvel's latest film, Shang-Chi and Shang-Chi. the Legend of the Ten Rings. It was so, fun. Yeah, I was going to, you know what? Yeah, what are your thoughts on the movie? I honestly, I had fun watching it. I thought it was great, but I, and I think I told you this earlier, but I really think that it, it could have been, there were some elements that I wish were, I guess, different and, or not, not different per se, but more like, I wanted more of like even some fight sequences or stuff with, with his dad or like even more sort of like explaining the mystical world or giving us a bit more of a preamble or an idea of what the mystical world was. Yeah. Because unfortunately for me, when they get into this fantasy realm and this fantasy world and, you know, it kind of comes out of left field. Right. And all of a sudden we're, they're off in this fantasy world and just the, the pacing has sort of just slowed down to a certain point. Right. Mm-hmm. For like, I'd say the second act of the movie. Yeah. It's sort of mid second act going into the third act. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like that I, I, I argue was for me anyways, one of the bigger issues and I really wish, and, and I know that you said this too, like there needed to be a better, a longer fight scene. Sorry, not better. Longer fight scene between his dad and him. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it just, I, I was loving the fight choreography and all that. And then they just go and waste such good like fight choreography on cgi yeah right and it's just yeah. like well i mean you've given us this already give us something a little bit different we don't need this all the time like you know you mm-hmm. gave us a taste of it and it was great and we liked it but then you go and throw this over the top cgi stuff you know what i mean the, the whole ending of the movie it's basically just a computer rendering. Yeah, pretty much. Right? It's, yeah. 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 And I, I feel the same. I, I'm more invested in the dad, like Shang-Chi and his father. I'm, I'm interested in their relationship the most and their conflict in terms of Shang-Chi. Like, cause he says it, it's weird. They kind of brush this off really early. Um, his dad says to him, I want you to join me. And he just says, that'll never happen. Like, and they never actually bring it up again. And I was like, 
really? Like the dad says, like, I want you to be part of the 10 rings or run it or be the next leader. And then, of course, at the end, spoiler alert, you see that the daughter is running it and that's fine. But it's just there's there there was no. And we we had done we had talked about this comparison to Luke Skywalker and Vader. Right. That's, yeah. And I'm just thinking about it. That's exactly what Vader said to him to Luke. Join me by my side and we'll rule the galaxy together. But there's so much more stakes when he says it. Like it is such a heightened moment of emotion and battle where this one, he says that to his son and immediately he's like, that'll never happen. And that's well, here's, it. Like, here's the, here's the other thing too. And I've, and I think we've noticed this lately, specifically like Marvel villains or whatever, or at least the last two Marvel movies that have come out, which is Black Widow. And now this, mm-hmm. there is no outright villain. Yeah. Like even, yes, his dad is quote unquote, the bad guy of the movie. But his motivations. But his motivations aren't completely outright villainous. And he's not, you know, Mm -hmm. he's not as menacing as he should be. No, he doesn't even do anything that evil. No. The only person I remember him in the movie actually killing, which is what these villains should be doing. Like, let's be real. you know, they have to do something that makes them actually evil. But the only person I can recall him killing, man, not including the very beginning when he was just kind of like the conqueror and they were in battle or whatever. Yeah. But when was when the wife, the wife gets killed and in a flashback, he puts the rings on and he goes after the guys. And then the one guy is down and he just punches him and like, you know, he killed him. But that is a bad guy. That's not even a good person. He just killed another bad guy. So you're like, okay, that's not really that bad. Like in the grand scheme of things. What, you know, just talking now, they could have honestly leaned a little heavy into Star Wars. Have him and the Ten Rings actually burning places down, looking for the, like like doing terrible things to find the path. But what he wanted was to get back to Talo. I, I, so, I do feel like the two movies, <laughs> movies, but like the, the, the two halves of this movie, like the first act and the second act and so on and, and continuing from the second act were two different movies sort of sandwiched together. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The movie takes a hard right. Yeah. A very hard right. Funny enough, that's a joke in the movie. <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> that is not a joke that is true that is uh but fact jack <laughs> fact toy fact jack fact deletions mm. but oh <laughs> 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 but in all seriousness so the movie does take this hard right and it just changes pacing and it goes into this whole fantasy movie why not stretch it out and make it two movies why not have the first movie be the search or at least hunting down his dad or something like that. Cause his dad is the one with the 10 rings yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. This movie is called Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. There's really no information given on the 10 rings. Yeah. It's on the dad and what the dad does with them. Yeah. Like how did the dad get these rings into his possession? Yeah, we like, never I actually saw that. that story, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to know how Shang Chi, because he kind of just gets them, right? It was like, like he he. I I really feel like like just the way he managed to take the rings was just sort of really easy in the end, because well, he does like beat his he beats his dad right mm-hmm. in, in in combat near the end of the movie. And then, you know, takes the rings or whatever. But it's just like, I guess, right? Like, we're trying very hard not to give spoilers right now. But I mean, in in all honesty, I really thought like that there could have been so much more. Or, yeah, like you said, lean more heavily into that whole aspect of it, like of Star Wars, where they will, you know, where there is a much bigger internal conflict as well against Mm -hmm. his dad he writes his dad off as being evil right away and then 
you don't feel that internal conflict, right? I mean, well, you never, like I said, you never see his dad doing truly evil things. Yeah. Like, that's it. You There's a big battle at the end between the Ten Rings and the people of Talo. But again, you don't see anyone actually dying in the battle. And if people do die, it's actually not the father. He's not doing anything. It's just his his subordinates. Where, it, it, like I said, you needed something where... He, if they made it that Talo is this mystical place and he couldn't get back in, maybe the entrance changes every year or every day or every hundred years or something. So like that. if you saw him like actually burning places down, like killing people to get information to get back there, like doing terrible things to get his, like doing stuff that doesn't really justify his actions. Like we get why he's, why he's doing them like we understand he wants to he thinks he's going to bring his wife back but if he's doing terrible things to get his wife back then then it makes him a villain because what he really did all he all, did was send his henchmen to get his kids that is yeah. the most villainous thing he does in this movie yeah and, and more yes, henchmen die exactly no. and yes and yes his motivation though misguided is a is is not malevolent right it's not evil his motivation is is more benevolent right it's yes not a bad motivation he wants to bring if he's found a possible way he at least thinks to bring his wife back from the dead yes we're talking about a guy who's over a thousand years old yeah yeah so i mean it's plausible in, in it, the world of Marvel. It is very plausible to do this. Mm-hmm. So I, I also feel in, 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 at least in my point of view, sorry to interrupt you. It's no, more good. a matter of misguided benevolence rather than just sheer evil or just yeah. cruelty. Well, yeah, the, Again, I think we've talked about this in the podcast where there's no such thing anymore as a villain who's just evil for the sake of being evil. They always have to have these motivations that in their eyes, they are the good guy. Where it's like sometimes you can just have a legit conqueror. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I've got no issue with the villains in Marvel movies or any you know, movie, whatever, having that type of a um, motivation Mm -hmm. or a drive. Yeah. What I kind of wish there's more of where they don't need to be so anti-hero more. Give me an actual outright villain. Yeah, it's it's literally just have him do things that are far more, that are far worse than what you're going to get out of like it. why are you trying to make me sympathize with the antagonist of the story i, I almost look like like if you look at the right the, i guess it, it gets to the point in this movie where i i kind of sympathize with them mm-hmm. i mean if well you I do think, if if there's a point where i can figure out how to do that if i was put in his situation i would do the exact same thing yeah, same thing you with know what Kill- I mean? but it was like that's what Killmonger was, uh, and that's how the Vulture was to me in Spider-Man: Homecoming. That's that was a guy just trying to feed his family, and then he ends up being a criminal to do so, you know. And Spider-Man villains have done that, you know, Sandman in the or the Sam Raimi movies and stuff. But that's uh, Spider-Man, and that's like a Spider-Man trope almost for for some of them, yeah, for for a lot of villains. But I mean. Again, I've got no issues, but again, the difference being though that these other villains, though, specifically Vulture, let's let's start going with Michael Keaton's Vulture. Mm-hmm. He is though villainous. He is menacing. He does say to Peter, "If you tell her what's going on, I will kill you." Yeah, or if you try to stop me, I'll kill you and I'll kill everyone you love. Like exactly. he legit threatens. He legit him. gives like a full on threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I to can't a remember. child. 
<laughs> that's it. Peter <laughs> a is a teenager. To a teenager, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember the name of the character of the dad in Shang-Chi, but Wen the Wu. dad needed, sorry? Wen Wu. Wen Wu needed to do that. Yeah. Regardless of if it's his children, if you try to get in my way, I will kill you. Or I'll kill Aquafina. I'll kill oh, Katie. Yeah. I'll kill Katie. Like he needed to, like the, the, the stakes needed to be there. It got to the point where, you know, there literally were no kind of stakes right away in stopping Wen Wu when you think about it. Yeah. And by the time they, they sort of explained to us why it's a bad idea, it's already the third act of the movie. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, honestly right? it's, it's, like that's when they tell us oh no it's a bad idea to open this gate it's yeah like, okay and, and mind you that's the bad thing why he does. are you taking so long to tell us and, but and that's the bad thing he does that's when he unleashes those uh those, that's when he unleashes the demons is like the de yeah those the skull, most villainous soul thing suckers he does. Or whatever the most villainous thing he does is in an act of benevolence mm-hmm Again, which, he, yeah, which is he's why just I'm thinking like, I'm like, he's going to release his wife. Exactly. Well, why, why, why are they trying so hard to make us sympathize with with the villain? I I don't get that, and it's a trend yeah. that we, you and I, have noticed in quite a few of the Marvel movies of late, and maybe even going further back. Now thinking about it, mm -hmm. right? Like even the whole storyline with Thanos, it was his whole idea was, you know was to bring balance to the universe. But even Thanos killed his daughter. That's the thing. At least, like, even Thanos killed his daughter. But yeah, Thanos, killed Loki. But that's killed what Thanos, Vision. But that's what that makes Thanos the better villain. Exactly. Because he right? actually you need, did some you need horrible things. You need... Yes, I've got no issue with giving us... You know, making your villain sympathetic. I've got no problems with that. But mm -hmm. make him an actual villain. He's supposed to be your bad guy. Yeah. You're, you're not supposed to like him. Yeah, like you can understand his motivations. But if we actually had him, like, again, you know, we'll talk more about other stuff in the movie. But if you had him kill, like, if you found out he actually killed the mom. Yes. Because, like, if you found out he actually killed the mom because she was going to leave him because, for, for whatever reason, and, and it was him because she wouldn't, she wouldn't guide him to Tao Lo or something like that. Like something along those lines, like, whatever. Right? like to give him that motivation to make him that evil character. Yeah. You if you just made him, you know, a disconnected father at most, at yeah. worst. And even then when he was training his son, which obviously it made it seem like the son went through horrible training uh, you know, he was, it, it was, was like brutal. I'm not, it, it was, was brutal, it was torturous. Yes. but there was still moments where he is still being a caring father, like taking care of his son's wounds, talking to him, uh, making him strong, like giving him actual advice. Like there was a balance of, okay, you're, you're torturing this kid by putting him through this crazy training. And then, yeah. you're, and then are you supposed to feel bad for the sister that she wasn't put through that? I didn't get that, to be honest. I yeah. was like, why don't you just have her train oh, too? no, she can't train. It's like, I, I get it. But it doesn't matter because her on her own, she's better than, she trained better than everyone else there. Please. Let's, not, I'm that's sorry. Not, that's, that's, that's not, that's how, not how it works. That's not how martial arts training works. Yeah. I'm going to watch Bruce Lee movies for years. And then all of a sudden I'm better than Bruce Lee. Like, please. Sorry. But it's true though. You are. I've seen. Oh, yeah, you're the best. Oh, I am. The, I'm the that, greatest. That, that song, "You're the Best Around," is about you. <laughs> oh, that's 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 you're a the best around. <laughs> Was that from one of the Karate Kid movies? Yeah, that's from the Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know the Karate Kid song. That's you about go. you. That's it. It is. I've but seen it. They I've wrote it knowing I was coming around. <laughs> oh yeah, you're the best. Um, I would have liked to see it again. We had talked about it felt like there was two different movies in this. Yes. Yeah, they introduced. We've mentioned that already. You know where I I wish they stuck with the underground 
street fighting. I, I would have been happy with either one. I love the cool, like yo, make it like a blood sport movie, you know, but marvelize cool it. Too. Yeah, that would have you know? been cool too, right? I mean, I really would have I would have been happy either way, but I wish they sort of picked a lane. Yeah, and then right? what would have been good is if they never got into Talo officially, like he just got to where he was in the beginning. Like at the beginning of the movie, all the flashbacks with the mom, it was only, we only saw them in that tree area. We never actually saw him in the town. But with the here's, here's the other thing. The last movie that I can think of, I've seen that ends in a proper cliffhanger. And again, this is me personally. It's not because it's not that they haven't been made. But the last movie I've seen that ends in a proper hit cliffhanger with a franchise in mind, at least, for me, would be Lord of the Rings. Infinity War. And Infinity Thank you. I, again, I, I, I was blanking. But yeah, why not do that? I, I, why not if- give us like a, a two-parter? <clears throat> like, why not continue the story? Like, this movie... It, it, it's, it's, it has all this great buildup and all these great elements, but then right at the end, it feels like everything is sort of crammed in and yeah. rushed in and shoehorned in just to finish yeah. it off. It's and like it, re- it didn't have an ending yet. And it was really it hard. They didn't know how to end it. It was really hard to feel the stakes when none of the main characters were, you never felt they were in danger. Ever. No. Like, I never actually felt that Katie was in danger. Not and she, once. And Katie was the most inept person. Like, she didn't speak Chinese or, or Mandarin or uh, Cantonese. I'm not sure which one. I, well, I'm not sure about what specific language they speak but, in the movie, but I wanted to warn our listeners if they have not seen it yet and they're not down with subtitles, maybe this isn't the movie for you. Yeah. Because there are quite a bit of subtitles in this. I have no issue with subtitles. I like subtitle movies, but there is a lot. I didn't mind it with this because yeah. it's on a big screen. Normally, yeah, I struggle but, with subtitles because I mean, of my vision. Exactly. You know? so, but, but, I mean, I, but there are people that just don't want to read subtitles. Mm-hmm. It's not their thing. What I, but anyway, so Katie, no training, doesn't speak, you know, only speaks English. And somehow she goes on this whole journey with him, survives everything, no problem, you know, trains for a few hours and gets the killing shot uh, on the giant dragon, like better than Hawkeye, I guess. And I was like, come on, like, what is this? You know, no, it's not even was the killing shot. It was the perfect shot. Yeah, like God, right in the throw, whatever. And but I never felt that she was in danger and she's the one who can't do anything. You know, like, fine. You don't feel like she, Sean she, and his not, sister are What are you are talking about, dude? She's better than Hawkeye. She only needed to <laughs> learn archery for, like, 45 minutes, and she was yeah, good. Exactly. And But I would have liked like, to see... And I've I, never and I, tried archery, but I, I feel like it's a skill that you hone over years yeah, and not hours. I, I remember taking... We did but, archery a few times in okay. high school. We, we did it in high school in gym class and it was actually really cool, but it's not as easy as it looks. And I was in way better shape than I am in now. <laughs> and even then when I was like, you know, hard you're, you're to just, dance, but you're, just even, a, you're just a chunky monkey now. Absolutely. You're my back, little chunky monkey. <laughs> mm, but even back then holding the bow steady Letting it's it, not easy. It's not easy. And we're shooting it, is it hard. We were shooting our arrows from like half court. And I don't even <laughs> you think know? you're like, using like, like a, a, an ancient type of arrow where it's just a stick and a rope or a cord or whatever. Yeah. Right. You're using like a modern, you know, one with gears and pulleys and like a spring well, back we, and all we, that we stuff. We weren't using crossbows. No, I but I, I mean that would have modern awesome. modern modern bows are very different compared to the original yeah. bow. Mind you, this is over 20 years ago, but yeah, not ancient. Even, but modern exactly. Yeah. She's learning archery on an ancient bow, which has to be harder. Yeah. yeah. 
For it sure. has to be. Because not only do you have to figure out how to not only balance the arrow, but you also have to figure out how to fire it. Yeah. On top of that, then aim it. Yeah, aiming's not easy because those, again, with the with the arrow, you those know, it's skills wood. alone are like yeah. the hardest things to 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 do. Mm. They cannot be easy. And you you have to give. It's not like a bullet. Like obviously, some people, you know, you talk about comics and Green Arrow and Hawkeye and stuff, and they're firing right. arrows stronger than bullets and all that. Blah blah blah. But yeah, you have to give like wind resistance. You have it, it, it takes skill, like. But anyway, but all between, that being said, between Green Arrow and Hawkeye, because they're oh. the two archers that I know of in comic, in the comic mm. world, or at least that we've seen on screen in some iteration in some form. Yeah, there is archery training in there somewhere. Oh yeah, well that lasts more than forty-five yeah. minutes. Yeah, Green Arrow like Again, I'm, I'm, for I'm, like I'm, five years or whatever. I'm, it was. I'm I'm speaking in hyperboles, obviously. Mm. But it's it's not much more than that. Like Aquafina herself even says it in the movie, I only trained archery for like two days or something like that. She says for like a day. For like a day. And, it's like, and she's instantly that good. I, I, okay, she's a natural. Great. At least with the Mulan, uh, the live action Mulan movie, they said it was a mystical reason as to why she has these abilities so instantaneously. So it was kind of like a blanketed cop-out statement. Yeah, this but one is just, oh. Was, okay. Uh, oh, okay, she's good. Yeah. She's really good. So, but all that all being right. said, kind of getting back to the dad, what I would have liked right. to see is, and I, I had said, what would have been a better setup? Again, you needed to get rid of the dragons. I didn't, you know, I didn't care for any of the CG. You, you need to get rid of the dragons, stuff. and it needed to be about the, the actual fight between the father and son. And what I yeah, had said, I mean, said to you was it needed to start, Sean goes after him, and he gets knocked out or sent flying. Like, maybe that's when he gets sent flying into, like, the river right. or whatever yeah. for, like, a bit. And then Michelle Yeoh steps up, and she starts fighting him. But he kills her. Like, he needed to kill somebody. He kills her because, again, they forget that the mother actually trained the father because they said that the mother was the only one who could beat the father. But you saw him training with her. So he needed to start to remember, actually, some of that training. But then he would kill Michelle Yeoh. And that's when Sean comes out and is and really needs to stop him. Or it becomes a matter of chasing his dad to beat him to 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 that place sure yeah yeah right yeah, where he gets Michelle, there exactly. first or they get there and then you know they meet michelle yo or whatever they build a relationship with her and then the father shows up and you know a whole exchange happens where they're kind of unprepared and caught with their pants down so to speak Mm-hmm. And Michelle Yeoh's character sort of steps in before Shang-Chi mm-hmm. and he kills her then. Yeah. So then that 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 instantaneously raises the stakes between Shang-Chi and his dad because, you know, he's already killed somebody so easily without without hesitation. Mm-hmm. And someone who is close to Shang's mother. So like yeah, it could have like been her something own like, family or something like that where yeah again it just it just raises the stakes it makes us and it, it gives us motivation to actually hate the dad because at this point throughout the I movie hate never him. never hated him never I didn't felt... think he was that bad yeah I really didn't think he was that bad I think he could no. have done worse he, all the bad guys even like that was another thing too even the guy with the machete arm. You know, he's supposed to be like the dumb kind of henchman with just like a random weapon. That's what those guys usually are. And even then, he sides with with like because all the Ten Rings, they team up with the Talo people to kill all the, uh, the soul suckers or whatever they are. So, again, they're switching sides. So you're never you you don't hate those guys either. So there's no real person to root against or root for. I mean, you're rooting for Shang, but yeah. against two, just to get the rings. Like that was it. 
you know, and, and there's a lot of stuff in this movie now, like going even away, just talking about the dad, you know, they do a lot of flashbacks and I like the actors that played the two young Shang, uh, Shangs, mm-hmm. uh, but we get, we find out that as a teenager, he went to the States. <laughs> How did he get there? A. Number one. How did, who did he live with? How did he survive? Because, hey, high schools need your home information. That's one thing. Uh, she says she taught him English. What, what was the point of that? Why, why couldn't he just say he spoke English? That would actually raise less questions if he just spoke English to her in the first place. <laughs> so how did he survive? He hadn't trained for 10 years. How is he so like if you're not if the best fighter stops training for 10 years and gets back in the ring, they're going to be a little rusty. And he was fine. You know, there's a lot of like stuff that you just kind of got to be like, okay, that happened. Yeah, they they didn't give us much in that regard, right? They just sort of... He immediately goes to Macau, which, okay, they're supposed to be struggling. You know, they're they're just valet parkers, so they're not rolling in dough, but they can just get on a flight to Macau. (laughs) I don't know how much a flight to China, I'm assuming, I hope that's in China. Um, I don't know how much a flight is, but I'm assuming it's at least a grand. It's, dude, I think a, a flight to Italy is a grand. China's got to be way more expensive. Yeah, and you're getting two. And they they find this under, they find an underground fight ring. No problem. No problem. They're like, oh yeah, we're going to this address. Okay. And they're immediately in un, like the underground, like criminal activity. Like what? Okay, cool. And yes, Macau uh, is in China. You know, and I love like don't get me wrong. I I wish and I wanted to see more of that underground fighting. I wanted to see where they're going with that. Like I thought that was so cool. Like of course, like <laughs> in the trailers we saw Wong and the Abomination fighting. I wanted to see more of that. You know. That yeah, fight- that would be interesting. Because, I, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't do that, right? It'd it just be more interesting in the sense of um, well, I, giving us more, like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the whole uh, idea of it, right? Where it's the two of them fighting or whatever. Okay, and so I, I'm, I, I was curious that you brought this up. Sorry to change topic or whatever, but you mentioned asking prices for a trip to Macau uh, from San Francisco where they were. It's in the range for two people. It's in the range of $1,500 to $1,900 to oh, fly to Macau. Oh, yeah. that's it. Okay. From San Francisco to Macau. Uh, that's not cheap though no it's not cheap <laughs> that is expensive <laughs> like wait hold on 15 1900 each or total i think that's total for for both tickets mm, interesting yeah for two travelers i'm gonna check it's it's crazy no it's not much different it's still about the same even for one person so it's not cheap <laughs> I, I i again i just checking like randomly i'm not and doing any specific trips from san francisco to macau anytime soon but yeah i that could also even be just uh prices in this current universe and world that we are currently living in but not the mm-hmm. point still an expensive flight regardless you are crossing the pacific so yes, <laughs> but, but that's also a movie thing where, you know, flights around the world are nothing. And, and truth be told, I mean, look at the, the Fast and the Furious guys. They travel around the world in a matter of 72 hours. Yeah, several times. 
<laughs> yeah, they literally, it's like a they bus stop from, for them. They go from like uh, California to Brazil to London to Macau to Australia in a matter of 72 hours. Yeah. It, it, the it, the Fast and Furious world, time is meaningless. Yeah, Back it's to literally, Hawaii. literally, you know I mean? um, it's like they're, they're just, they're just regular bus stops. It's just, yeah, it's all, it's all in the same place. They go every place, every place seems to be walking distance for the Fast and the Furious crew. <laughs> Hell, and, and space. And space now. They're going to go to space. They've oh, already they went. been. They went. Oh, they've been. Luda and But Tyrese. yeah, so, I mean, I, I kind of want to move on and... I would like to bring up our, we have a little bit of a maple leaf connection in terms of the great white North, our home, Canada, mm-hmm. with the lead of this movie, Yo. Simu Lee. Simu Liu? Simu Liu. Sorry. I'm really very sorry about that. I. Yo, he's from Mississauga, dude. Yeah, he's, he's one of ours. He is from where we grew up. Yep. Right? He is full on a homegrown hometown boy for us anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, emigrated to Canada, I guess, with his parents when he was a little kid. Right? But, you know, what, what were your thoughts on his performance? Now, also, I want to preface that with, did you ever watch his show on CBC Kim's convenience. convenience. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I have. Yes, and I he's have. great in that too. He's got decent comedic timing. I'll give him that. Yeah. Much. I never watched, I didn't watch the whole series, but I have my folks are into I it. Actually, so I actually haven't watched season four, but I like I like I like the show. I've but, watched a bunch of different episodes. He's great. I'm glad is, that we we season four is the least that he's in because he was shooting this. Is it four or five? There's only four seasons, I believe. No, I think the fifth season just dropped on Netflix. No, that the either way, it's only four or five, but the final yeah. season mm-hmm. is the last one. Yeah. The, the 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 season that just came out was their final season, and yeah. they and he was boisterous and kind of upset that he didn't get to finish. Because he felt he personally felt that the character, his character on that show, had more had more growth in in them, and he was and he was more than willing to keep doing it. But at the end of the day, depending on how successful this movie is, I don't know if he would have had time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, only four on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's only four seasons, anyways. And there, the, the apparently the 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 next the, the plan was gonna, you know, uh, to kill the mom off or something on that show. It's possible, yeah. Apparently, but we're not really talking about his Canadian television show, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> which but, I, I think it's it, it. Thanks to Netflix, I think that show might garner some popularity in the states. Yeah, maybe for sure. It might think- actually already have it. Yeah, it's, I think it's a it quirky, does. It's a good quirky little bit of yeah. Canadiana. No, it, it's or a, it's it's a good representation of the immigrant experience. Yeah, growing in growing up or living in a big city. I mean, no, it's a solid show. Yeah, I, I've no, enjoyed it. I, I mean, there are certain things about it, like I have, I guess you could call immigrant parents as well. And there are things that I can even relate to, even though I'm not, you know, Korean, like the characters in the show. <laughs> mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It, it's it's just it's it's a good representation of the immigrant experience on that show. But that being yeah. said, let's no. talk about his performance. What did you think? I, I thought it was solid. I thought he played a good lead. Uh, and I wanted to actually see more of him. I yeah, feel like I agree with that. There wasn't a lot of emotional range because I don't think they gave him much to work with. No, they really banked on his relationship with Aquafina, and I feel like she had more dialogue than him. Yeah, you know, she really was. He, it's his movie, and she was kind of the driving force. And I personally would argue more is because he is an unknown. And you and I had this conversation even post movie the other 
when we recorded, or sorry, when we watched it, the only relative unknown that took on their own movie prior to him, I'd say was Chris was, Hemsworth. Yeah, was Thor. Was Thor. I mean, nobody knew who Thor was before. No, nobody knew who Chris Hemsworth was before Thor. I think he or had done if they a did, few he'd movies, done a few but... things, but mm-hmm. not to the level that he's at now, right? No. And even Thor itself is kind of more of an ensemble piece. And, you know, you follow Natalie Portman's character more than you follow him. Well, in, in, some in the first Thor movie, you still had Natalie Portman. You had Kat Dennings, who was popular at the time. You had um, Stellan Skarsgård, who people knew. And even Jeremy Renner made a cameo as Hawkeye in that movie. Yeah, like and the was guy a, who plays Coulson has Coulson had been yeah. in you know the first two Iron Man movies at the time. So yeah, there was there was more banking on it. But the thing was, and then and then of course you still had his, you know, you had Idris Elba who wasn't big, but you had his Sir Anthony and, Hopkins. And, and of, yeah, of course. But still, I still felt that the movie was Thor's movie. He right. had to he had to fight Loki, he had to stop right. the destroyer. Yeah, I get what you're saying. He had to do that. And I feel like this one, there was never that moment that, yeah, he fought the dad. But, again, that needed to be more. Mm -hmm. I I, I see what you're saying there, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted more of him. Like, I feel like it was not, it was a very much an ensemble. Yeah, it felt like he got the short end of it, in my opinion. I felt like, I agree with you. He could have been given a lot more to do. And and in my opinion, he is a very capable actor. He's a very Mm -hmm. good, he's a very strong actor. And like the fight choreography was great, and he was able to execute that very well. But he's also he's also an ex-stuntman, too. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. So he has that training already, right? To to at least do like on-screen stunts. And I feel like they should have utilized that even more. Mm-hmm. to their advantage i mean they did in certain aspects but i mean i feel like there could have been more jackie chan-esque fight sequences sort of grounded more in reality than in fantasy yeah right and uh that could be a reason why they didn't even ask jackie chan to be involved because <laughs> you honestly, and i made you and i made that joke it's like why isn't jackie chan involved in this he's like the top well at least for us one yeah. of the top martial arts movie guys that we grew up watching. Yeah. Right. I he mean, always looked so uh, like fluid in all of yes, his fights. Yes. I mean, for us, the, the two main like martial art movie guys that we would watch would be Jackie Chan and I'd say Jet Li. Yeah, probably. Right? And They're both popular late yeah. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And, and for, I mean, as much as we like some Bruce Lee movies were a little bit young. Well, for Bruce Lee. Well, it's not even that Bruce Lee. Uh, you know, I watched some of his. You know, ha- the the films he made in in was it Hong Kong or China? Right. I th- you know, I've watched those Game of Death and Return of the Dragon and stuff like that. Yeah. I've watched those, but the only movie I really watched was Enter the Dragon, which don't get me wrong is amazing. I, I've watched that movie so many times, and Bruce Lee is ridiculous right but yeah the guys we we actually watched in theaters were jackie mm-hmm. chan jet lee yeah and, may, and maybe you know van damme steven seagal but <laughs> you throw those guys in there I but guess. but you know those two guys i don't think we've done a jackie chan movie yet we've done all we the other guys yeah, I don't think we have. <laughs> we're gonna have to do a jackie chan movie i guess friends uh but yeah, like, I, and not to go off topic with Jackie Chan, whatever. I, I feel like this needed to be more of like, almost like a stereo, uh, not stereotypical, but a more a typical martial arts movie than a typical Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And I think our lead, Simu Liu, mm-hmm. needed more, like just even more screen time or just more. He really did. They needed to allow him to show his range because he does have range. He I felt does. like they, they showed more range with his younger selves. 
they than gave with his, him. I guess, yeah. And I just, I don't know. I mean, I you know his I, mom died, so they they show him as a little kid watching his mom die, and then they show him as a teenager leaving his sister. More emotional beats there. The closest thing to emotion would be when he tells his dad, "I'm not going to fight you." Or I need you to stop. Like mom's gone, but there was again not as not as heavy as when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I really, I really wish they gave him a little bit more. But again, this is Marvel, and it's his first outing. You know, so I'm, Marvel just, will uh, usually stick to the plan. Yeah, they don't tend to yeah. deviate from it unless you really, really don't get along with the marvel people mm-hmm. <laughs> i yeah. mean hell they brought back ben kingsley and i yeah. i i we we had the conversation of this and i don't know where you saw it or found it but somebody was like oh this is clever and marvel and marvel mm-hmm. was thinking ahead like 20 steps ahead of the audience or whatever no this was a 100 percent retcon that's all it was it this wasn't them being 100 yeah. percent retcon for a glaring and glorious mistake of what they did with the mandrill mm-hmm. yeah and it's so funny you see people now going yo don't sleep on iron man 3 that movie's actually secretly one of the best movies of no of marvel no, no it it's not a no, good it movie isn't. it is sorry terrible it's not a good movie and this whole reveal with the mandarin uh with trevor my name is trevor no trevor Slater, eh? like no it's bad that was a bad move and now marvel rectified it and again they could have gone way further like if they had just made Tony Lung, Tony Leung, his character, they just made him more menacing. It would have been fantastic. Like it's to me, I felt way better. I felt like the acting of Trevor being the fake Mandarin was more menacing. Like you'll never see me coming. Like that was more menacing than the real Mandarin in this movie. Yeah, that was scary. That was like, oh, damn. Yeah, you know, Trevor the actor was way better, or at least you were. You were. You got the sense that something bad was going to happen, mm-hmm. and it was the movie. But yes, of course. <laughs> but you know what? I was just thinking, <laughs> <laughs> and it was the movie. Yes, but, but you know how I was saying, like they should have done the underground fight thing for. Shang-Chi like lean more into that and use that as a catalyst the problem is I'm just realizing now and I or anyway while we've been talking is that they probably didn't do that because of Mortal Kombat you know and well Mortal Kombat because pretend rewind back to I guess March when Mortal Kombat came out or early April yeah um People assume that the this new Mortal Kombat movie was gonna be like the original, where it's a tournament. Unfortunately, this Mortal Kombat wasn't a tournament, and it was a prelude to the tournament. And and that's and so Marvel was probably thinking, okay, we can't make it a tournament because that's what Mortal Kombat's gonna be, and that's and you know, and that's why, you know. Anyway, that that was just yeah, I I was just thinking that. Yeah, that's a good point. Because uh, why make two of the same movie in the same year? You yeah, know? that's true. I, I mean, there's so much that we could really go on. Is there anything else you could think of that you that you wanted to talk about? No, I, no, I th- I think I'm good. I think we've touched on it. And don't get us wrong, people. This was still a fun movie. It, like, th- there's a lot of good stuff. Like at the very least, just watch it for the action scenes. They're I think, fantastic. I think. I think- these again this is this is something where and i finding i'm i've been finding that you and i will we really did look for certain things in this one we did because of the podcast but as fans i want to preface this before we start moving on to like ginger snaps 
we liked it. We did like this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do not get us wrong. We both enjoyed the hell out of this thing. Yeah. And with that, we have now come to the time in the show, everyone, where we rate these movies out of five ginger snaps. And Josh, my good man, how many ginger snaps do you give Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings? Well, you know what? If, if you asked me, because this was the second time I saw it, seeing it with you. Right. If you asked me the first time, I probably would have said a solid like four out of five. Because really, like, I already saw some of the stuff that bugged me a little bit the first time. But watching it again, I noticed it more. And so I'm going to go with the three and a half. It's still a solid watch. I'd put it in the upper end of Marvel movies. Like, you know, maybe a top 10 Marvel movie. But I wouldn't put it top five. You know, I'd say top 10. It It could crack the top 10. For me, you know, and there's how many 26, 25 Marvel movies right now? There's so many. So I'd say maybe it's a top 10. I'd say it's in that. I'm going to give her closer to between a four and a half and a four. I like the action sequence. Four and a half? To a four. Closer to four. Oh, you're going high. I'm going fairly high. But Snap, I thought you were going lower. I again, I did. I, I rethought it out. There were a lot. Like I said, I like this movie. I did. I really did. There are just it's it's more a matter of things that I wished. It wasn't a, a matter of things I didn't like. It was more a matter of things I wanted more of. Yeah. Right. I mean, had they given me more of like, you know, a more menacing villain in the dad, you know, I'd get it. I, it would, it would hit a five for me. Yeah. If they gave me, you know, something, and I think in, 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 in full retrospect and full thought process of the movie and, you know, after watching it and after having a time to think about it, it really just, it had just one or two like elements that kept it from being at the top. And, and again, I love the lead. I am mm-hmm. a big Kim's convenience fan. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. it right out, right out the bat. I love, I love that show and I'm upset that they're not going to continue it. Right. And I like how, you know, I, I don't know. I guess my patriotism is showing because I love the fact that, you know, we finally have, we have another Canadian representing a superhero. Yep. Right. And it's great. And, uh, you know, oh, Canada all the way. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, the, the fact that this is in many respects a revolutionary, I don't know about revolutionary, but at least progressive step in film in the sense that, you know, there is, an entire group now being fully represented in the superhero universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alone. Right. And yeah, you and I go on about how gingers are getting replaced and all that stuff. And I get that. But what I love about this is that nobody was replaced. This is an original character. Well, original in the sense that this is the character, what the character is supposed to be. Mm hmm. And all that. So they went and developed a new movie instead of just changing something that already exists and banking on a possibly not well-known or popular comic book character to continue this franchise. Yeah. Because this is, to me, this is like the first one out the gate, right? And it's strong. It is strong. Again, it's like I said, it's closer to a four for me than it is a four and a half right mm-hmm. and it's just some elements that i wish there was more of as opposed to things i just didn't like yeah i'm just yeah again i i i'm with you on that there are things i i'm just getting really sick of 
and I don't know why Marvel does this or it's Disney like they're taking it's like the Ray school of training you know <laughs> she does no training in Star Wars and she's the best Jedi ever which is so dumb and that's why so many people hate it um, Brie, uh, Captain Marvel all of a sudden she's just the most powerful hero ever like okay cool great why you know um, and then with this movie no training for the sister. She just watched. She's the best fighter. Does it? Her words. I did it better than everyone else. Aquafina. <laughs> no training. Gets the killing blow. Like just train the women. Like why is that so hard? What is wrong with that? And and why do people think that? Oh, that's so cool. I I, I for me I I can't stand it. I think that's so dumb. Look if the, if he if she actually trained with her brother, and. You know, she actually trained with him and beat him. Fine. She did it. Anyway, that's that's my little rant for that. Fair. Fair. All right, friends. We're now at the end of this journey to search for the Ten Rings. <laughs> oh, we've searched. Oh, we've searched. We've Hi. Searched. Hi. And hello. <laughs> and, um... Josh, where can they find our socials and all that fun stuff? Folks, look out for us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Ginger Flicks Pod, one word, because X and, uh, sorry, blah. Ginger f- words, I messed it. that up. Ginger Flicks Pod, one you know word. that's all staying in, so keep going. I know. Ginger Flicks Pod, one word. Flicks with that X because X marks the ginge. You finally got it out. Yes. <laughs> this week it's you that's all tongue tied at the end and of the show. And words. not me. You're like you're like chewing on your tongue there. Yeah. I'm like, where's <laughs> where's guys? <laughs> okay there, Daffy. Uh all right, guys. Thank you again for listening. For Ginger Flicks, I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And we'll catch you again soon. Do your balls itch. (laughs) Always. They always itch.